Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. I want to go back to meetings in a second, but, but first I want to touch on something that you brought up, which was the troubling times. So December 6,000, like where, and I want to do this because there could be somebody listening right now or watching on the YouTubes where they're struggling. They think it's the end of the world and whatnot. How did you get through that time? And what was your mindset during that time? And how'd you pull yourself out of it? We're all in sales, right? So, hey, this is a great month. Oh, it's the first of the next month. It's over. Right. And it's scary when you have to have faith in your process and faith in the system. And it was me at that time. It was me, one LSP and my service lead or my only service person. So there's three of us. So my payroll wasn't that big, but I made a determination January 1 or, or you know, in February to go ahead and, and just you know, start with the system. But I just knew that the ebbs and flows. I mean, it's going to increase. It's going to go down. It's going to increase. It's going to go down. I went from writing. I think I ended up getting a new business credit for like 12 standard line autos uh, in December. And then January was 17. February was 17. March was 24. Then it was 31. Then it was 34. And I think this month we're on track to get 40 or so. And I'm like, it's working. We're getting a lot better business. Mm-hmm. And it's just working that process and the faith in it. I mean, that's going to go through. We all know that December is always going to be a tough month with the holidays and everything going on there in the first week of January. It's just trying to make sure you're doing the right thing and a lot of faith. faith. Interestingly, I've had some of my best months in December because we, like, I convinced the team that it's one of the best months. And so remember another thing, doing meetings every day, I think it has a lot of impact from how you help shape and shift their mindset. So they may come in with that. December is a tough month. December is a tough month. Everybody wait, wants to wait till after the holidays. Okay. Well, that's what everybody says. So great news. We have the easiest objection to overcome because that's what everybody's going to say. Right. And this is our biggest month. And so the more you help your team with the daily meetings and, and going through and shifting their mindset, the more they believe, right? You got to turn them into those believers. And that's been huge. I mean, I know Jason will not change the leads and tell the team that he totally revamped the leads and the leads are coming in hot and they're really good. And, and all of a sudden they have a huge day, right? So it's it, it, a lot of they can't do that so anymore, much, though. <laughs> so, there's there's so know. much like they know that now they figured them out, but there's so yeah. much psychology behind sales. And I think that salespeople are naturally somewhat more emotional, which is why they can key and tune in with people. So we have to manage their emotions and help push that optimism that comes out. When they get down in the dumps, it can be tough, but we got to set that mindset for them. Love it. Yeah. I would like yeah, the to good say. Thing- I was going to say, I'd like to say that it's all psychological. Yeah. Like, you you know what I mean? Like you just need to ask the questions, right. But like to actually ask all the questions that you need to on every conversation, it's all psychological. Like you, no one just actually asks all the stuff that they need to nobody. And why don't they? Because there's so many emotions that play out throughout the entire phone call. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and so it's all psychological and you're doing so many in the day that anything can derail you. And so it's really just keeping it up. And I think us as coaches, I mean, that's our number one job is just to keep everybody rocking. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. One of my producers, if she has a bad call where the person, you know, gets pissed and yells at her or whatever, that's it. She's sideways the rest of the day. And, <laughs> and you know, we're working through that, but it's, it's so funny that if that happened, you're like, what happened? Like what's what's with her activity? Oh, somebody yelled at her. So that's like, yeah, but we have to help manage that. Right. That that's, I think our most important role is, is helping to manage their emotions because we can't do it. I mean, we can't sit here and write business all day. Otherwise there's no scalability to that. Right. Yeah. And I've got two new to insurance producers. Love it. You know, one of the best one started April, one started May and they're doing great. I mean, they don't know what they don't know. Right. So they don't have to worry about December being a historically bad month. I mean, they're just going out and doing it. I mean, one of them wrote 7,000 in a week. And I was just like, or actually both, sorry, both of them wrote 7,000 in a week. And I was just like, this is incredible. And they were pumped and they're like, man, this is great. And they're getting the one call closes and it's works. And that really fires them up, but you just got to spend the time with them. And one came from a customer service side. He worked at a, um, a, a big grocery store chain that they focus on customer service. And, but he scored well on the personality trait assessment I had him do. And he was what I was looking for. And the other person I have working for me that she did uh, timeshare sales. And so she's, she came Ooh. into the interview. I'm like, how do you do this? And she says, well, first you have to get him in a yes state of mind. And I went hired. So, <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't in timeshare sales for very long, yeah. but she knew the system and she just has to get trained up on knowing what endorsements are and this and that. And, but they're both going to be superstars before she can handle hearing the no and persevere. Right. I mean, if you can sell timeshares, then you can pretty much, and and you don't quit after the first day, then you've got some kind of determination for sales. Like you want to make it happen. You can't teach determination and hustle. And so I love that. My two new ones that I was joking around that I call them boy and girl, but they're, I'll give them a shout. Jared and Maricela, like they didn't come from any insurance experience, and they're both going to hit 30K this month. And part of it is giving them all of the at-bats, but then them not knowing what they don't know, like they, they don't know that writing 30K is hard. They just are hustling and it's happening. And uh, they're running circles around some of my producers that have been here a long time. But then that, you, you know what happens with that, then everybody's got Everybody, every salesperson has a little chip on their shoulder. So they're like, well, the new people are kicking butt. So now I better kick butt. And it just elevates the, the energy of the whole room. Absolutely. So, she, I mean, our dials, we were, if we did 200 outbound dials a week, we were doing good. And now my staff alone is doing at least 400 a day. My newest producer, she does probably averages 200 a day. And I started realizing how many dials she was doing. I was like, well, you're getting people on the phone. Why, why aren't they converting to quotes? And she had an issue overcoming that initial objection. So we did role plays. Mm. All right. Let's do role plays. Everyone's going to do a role play on the opening objection. And we went through it. She's like, well, what if they say they don't ask for, they didn't ask for a quote or what if they didn't do this? Great. Do you still live at 55, 55? Yeah. And and I was just like, don't be the one that hangs up. People naturally are not, they don't want to hang up, right? We've all gotten those return phone calls. Why'd you hang up on me from a friend or your mom or whoever it might've been? Nobody wants to hang up. You hang up on your mom? Hopefully not. I don't, but (laughs) maybe a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be, but it's natural. So it's natural not to really hang up on somebody, or at least I feel that way. I don't know. Maybe it's just my, me being in the Southern area of the (laughs) U S I know New Jersey. Yeah. I hear, I hear the stories about the the new England area, New Jersey and stuff like that. They're like, we can't get anybody on the phone. They only do is cuss us out. So (laughs) But it's just working those objections and saying, all right, what's the biggest thing you struggle with? And it's just like, 
I can talk, I can say hi. And, and then they're just like, no, thank you. And I hang up and I'm like, you got to go more than that. Yeah. You know, Hey, I'm at work right now. Hey, no problem. This won't take very long at all. We got our new quick quote, quick quoter. Let me just verify a few things to you. And before you know it, you've gotten all the information right. and you're presenting everything to them. If they answer the phone, they have time to talk. Right. That's, that's the phone. how I believe it. They answer the phone. They have time to talk. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Like if you're listening and, and you don't train on that part of the call, I mean, th- there's no more important part of the call. Cause you're not going to get to the rest of the call if you don't get past that part. And that's all muscle memory and audit. You have to be automatic. It has to be automatic. They're going to say, I already got insurance. I'm not interested. Five other people called me. I already got a quote. I already bought it. whatever. They're going to have something and you got to be ready to come right back. Yeah. I mean, we had that one that's like, he said, Oh, I just switched insurance yesterday and Oh, no problem. We'll get you quoted. And sure enough, we're like $200 cheaper. We overcome yeah. that overcame that objection uh, today and $200 cheaper than what he's paying now. Yeah. So and then that's, that's like, that's why you get past that objection. Yep. And 90% you know? of the other people that are calling are going to say, Oh, okay, I'll try, I'll call you in six months. I mean, you might as well just throw the $5 in the toilet instead. Yeah. I mean, we, we have a list of carriers. We know which ones we can compete against and which ones we can't. And man, when we get one of the ones that we know we're going to blow out of the water, I'm like, you do whatever you can objection wise to overcome those objections because there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to close this. Yeah, for sure. So, well, should we open up the mics? Yes. But one final question, what number one piece of advice would you give any agent coming into the industry or somebody who's revamping their business and wants to, and was landing in in December, November, December, and wants to Mm, kickstart December, kickstart it. So I would definitely reach out to someone that's been in this in the process. I had an hour call with somebody on Saturday. They just reached out to me, emailed me, and I said, yeah, no problem. I'll tell you what I wish I would have done when I first started in October. And that's it. I mean, I would just reach out. And I mean, I know there's a lot of different processes. I was scared with pricing and this and that. But I mean, the telemarketers, if you consider them an extension of your employees, it's perfect. You have calls with them. We coach them up. We do different things. We do incentives for them, just like I do my normal staff. So it's reach out to somebody that's in the program now and ask them, hey, what would you have done differently if you started this all over again? And that's what I would do. So, I mean, we've got so a wealth of knowledge in this group. I like to surround myself with people that are much smarter than me, like both you and, and Josh and George. Yeah. And that's so, why we started. Smoke and mirrors, my friend. That's why you we know, started so. it because we needed smart people around us. <laughs> but it's if you're not surrounding yourself by people that are smarter than you, you're always going to be the smartest person in the room and you're not going to grow. And I think it's important whether or not they're actually smarter than you or whatnot. If they have ideas that I go, Hey, that's a great idea. It's going to help you in the long run. Need perspective. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Let's open it up. Q and a Q and Landon Pepe. Oh, (laughs) like that. Yeah, man. Trademark is copyright. (laughs) I don't know. It's like quick quote, trademark, copyright. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm not the smartest one in the group. So that's why nobody's asking me questions. <laughs> Any questions? Okay, I have one. Do you have a question? Jason. <laughs> yeah, uh, real Jason, quick. Back in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Landon, if you did it all over again, what would you do differently? I would have started with Rico. I got this phone call from the hype guy that says, hey, man, you'd be the first person ever to go on phone burner. It's going to be incredible. This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to do. <laughs> is that Brandon? 
<laughs> it was. Um, and it was and phone burner was like, oh, my God, we're dialing 800 dials a day. This is mind blowing. I had an amazing TM. Unfortunately, she went on to, to greener pastures. But once I found out, once I kept hearing George talk about Rico and different things like that, and my staff, when we finally pulled the trigger and my one LSP at the time and my service girl that was doing transfers as well, when they went on Rico and they're like, oh my God, Landon, this is so much better. Cause you're seeing the, the leads in real time yeah. come over. You're not having to go, our TM is, uh, is Skyping all the information or, and then we're going over here and trying to pull them up real quick. They're not pulling up. Where are they at? And then yeah. typed it wrong. And, and now it's just all comes over together. You're just, it's such a seamless transition. We click answer. We wait for our queue. Hey there, how are you doing? And then you just go, you go right into it. And you're not having to go, our biggest mistake when we first started taking transfers. Hey, this is Landon. How can I help you today? No, oh, don't. That's, no. I know. And it was, you know, my, I caught my staff doing that. I'm like, no, it's not. How can I help you today? This is not a service call. This is a right. transfer. And they're going to go, well, you don't know what's going on. You don't even know what I'm calling right. today or why I'm being transferred. And it's making your team prepared to do those transfers, yeah. whether it's just role-playing the initial transfer piece is, is probably pretty, pretty good too. But I mean, you're getting somebody on the line that people are paying at one point in time. I know they were paying over a hundred dollars for live transfers. And uh, there's, I mean, it's just one of those things. And towards the end of the year, they get a little bit more expensive. Just understanding that piece of it. Love it. Well, Hey, I don't have a question, but can I just say something real quick? Yes. You sure can. So ladies and gentlemen, and this I, is Josh Fanko. <laughs> Landon and I uh, got to know each other back in February at uh, your agency and we've stayed in touch and we've been a great resource for one another. He's, you know, we talked about community last week and he talked about reaching out to other people this week and uh, he just reinforced that. But one of the things I've noticed about Landon and just the time that I've known him is in my conversations with him is his just ability to go in stride with whatever's happening. He's been one of those guys that um, there, not everything's worked out perfectly but he is always, I don't know. You just seem, I don't know where you get that from Landon, but you had just seemed like you just let it slide right off your back. You take challenges on like, Hey, it's just as good as anything else going on. And uh, I think your, your steadiness seems to be one of your strengths. Is that something that you've learned over time? I guess I do have a question. Is that something you've learned over time just through experience or is that just part of your Southern charm or what is it? So I will tell you, if you guys aren't getting massages or some kind of like self-treatment, do it, right? We have someone that would come to our house and give us massages. And when I left Pepsi and went to Allstate, all the stress in my shoulders was gone. And she's just like, wow, what's different? I was like, it's got to be lost the job. And it's just whatever. I have conversations with current agents that are the same affiliation and they're talking about how bad it is. And I go, Hey, this is great compared to what I came from. And it's understanding that there's always going to be a better way to do things. or there's always going to be a new way to do things, just overcoming what you can control. And we all hear it, right? Control what you can control. And there's the bubble of things you can control, things you can't control. And then you carve out the stuff in the middle and it's understanding that there's going to be a better way. And then yesterday I was so upset. I had to, I was going to have a mental break. I was dealing with something and all I wanted to do was the underwriter to call me instead of emailing back and forth because I can't call them. Just call me so we can explain it instead of me emailing you back because you don't understand what I'm saying and then waiting a day. And then oh. I ended up calling someone They're like, yeah, hey, we can help you. I'm like, 
really? You, you could actually take this risk? I was like, you just like made my day. This company has never said they could take a risk for me. And I came in this morning, I was talking to my lead uh, LSP and I said, could you tell I was stressed yesterday? Because I was beyond, I was going to blow up. She said, no, I couldn't tell. And so I was very happy that that didn't portray <laughs> when I was in the office uh, yesterday. But it's just understanding that you've got to overcome everything that comes at you. And it's just... You can't let the bad days because we might have a bad day today, but we might do 10,000 tomorrow. Yeah. And it's all in it. It's a process that you've got to work and it's going to, you got to fill that funnel. Love it. Manage the emotions, stuff. right? Whether it's meditating or working out or all of the above, getting a massage, whatever it takes to get your head right. I'm still trying to find deprivation tank. Uh, what, is that what it called? Sound deprivation? Oh, One I just guests, did that. One of your guests had talked about it. The nearest one is two hours away from oh, And I'm like, yes. <laughs> open one next door. I thought I mean, about <laughs> just buying one. So my wife's out of town this week. I should have just bought one and had it show up in the front room. Like, what is this? <laughs> Last I time was, I was it, with Jason, or we, I went to one out in Huntington Beach, or it was in New, it might've been in Newport, but somewhere right around Jason's place. And it is awesome. Like I, I okay. fell asleep. I woke myself up snoring in this like little dark room, but you float. They put so much salt in there that you're like bobbing on top of the water. It's it's this is the old is. guy snoring in the back. Yeah, that's well, Craig. The only other person at the place was my wife, so she's <laughs> used to it. So all right, so when we do uh, agencies ignite 2.0, yes, um, let's go there. We need to have a road trip and and do the deprivation. It's, uh, it'll be nearby. Yeah. Perfect. I'm down for it. I don't know how much time I need, but I know that the, the one guest was talking about it. Like, like 45 minutes or an hour. We reserve two hour blocks and he would Woo! bring a notepad and uh, that's smart. And, um, oh, that's that was Preston. Yeah. And he takes Preston. some liberties beforehand too. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So it's just, I need that quiet time to just go out. My business coach had challenged me one day. I was listening to one of his podcasts and it was take three minutes and do absolutely nothing. I right. set my That's alarm. For, I set my alarm for three minutes, and I just tried to clear my mind. I thought my clock broke. I literally thought my iPhone had like the timer had broken, wasn't working anymore. Because like surely it's been like fifteen minutes, but it wasn't. It was three minutes, and it was one of the hardest things that I'd ever done was to stop because once your mind stops racing, it just isn't it's, it remarkable how long three minutes is when you're not thinking about anything. It's amazing. Yes, it really is. Floyd, you yeah. look like you just came off the golf course. Come on. You got a question for Landon? I'm actually being entertained and learning and listening. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Love well, it. Well, cool. Well, we can end it there. One thing I would say that going back to the whole meditation part, I love what I think it, what, what is it? The priming the day, the thing that Tony Robbins says, where yeah. he puts himself, he does breathing. Then he does three things that he's grateful for and he like visualizes them and he steps into those situations and almost like feels like he's there. And then three moments like he was grateful for and he does like this whole routine and just resets them. Doesn't matter what happened before that. Doesn't matter how pissed he is about everything else, but he does this sequence of stuff where he essentially meditates and resets it. It's Love crazy it. to think that our mind and our emotions can be controlled. We all think, think that, oh, too. Jay, I What's think that's that? what, yeah, the third thing. I think it's the manifest. Yes. Manifest it. Yeah. Manifesting picture what, the picture, what you want out of the day. Yeah. The, the outcomes. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Well, and I mean, I've talked about it before, but they do that. They've done the study where they have the basketball players. They have three different groups. One that doesn't practice free throws at all. One that just mentally envisions doing free throws. And then one that practices free throws and the one that mentally envisions free throws performs as well as the one that's something like that. It's something along those lines, but it's, it shows the power of the manifesting that, which is love it. Amazing. Which one yeah. did Shaq do? Shaq did none of them. He was eating Taco <laughs> Bell. Was, he had taco <laughs> neck. Remember <laughs> taco neck. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. It's, it's the muscle memory is a big piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start doing the role plays and really understanding where your weaknesses are, because I have a seasoned person. And once I realized that she wasn't able to overcome objections, I gave her one and she was just like, I was like, all right, well, no, just, just email me the quote. Okay. No problem. Or I'm at work. Okay. No problem. And then she just would people the call. And I was like, and then everybody, we did it in front of everyone. And it was not meant to call her out. She realized right then and there, she's like, Hey, I, I do need some help with role plays. And so once you just start working on them, you find out what your weakness is, what your strength is, and you build off of those. Now it's going to, now we're in bonus time, but uh, that made me think of something that it just hit here. And there's this whole thing about the ego, right? The ego comes into play a lot of times and, and then you have that emotional response, but with coaching. So I think that it's really important to distinguish where you're like, you know, doing a review, uh, an employee review, where you tiptoe and you say the nice things and all this, and this is how you can improve versus the coaching environment. And I think that you need to set that up too, so that you get the best response from it. Because what happens is people get on the defensive when they receive feedback, right? Like, so you called her out in front of everybody, but it seems like it didn't go poorly. What I've had with a couple of people is I call them out, but they weren't prepared for it and then go sideways and, you know, not great. Oh, it wasn't. I, think, I didn't have to call her out. She realized. See, that so that's had... good. She has good control over ego, right? But sometimes people will say, well, or I even brought it up with one of my, somebody I just promoted to sales manager where she said, well, if this happens, then this is how I'm going to respond. I go, well, it sounds like that's an emotional response. Do you think that that's the best way? Or maybe this person is just trying to coach you and, and you could possibly get something good out of it. What do you think? And she goes, Oh, I haven't, I didn't think of it that way. Right. And so you have to set that mindset where, Hey, look, you may not be comfortable with what's being told to you in a, in a coaching environment, but listen to it, listen and absorb that and think about it. Don't just, Oh, don't tell me how to do it. Right. Like where they get defensive. And so if you set it up, like, Hey, look, it's not always going to be comfortable when we're coaching. I'm going to freaking talk from my heart. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be raw, right. When I'm coaching. And so expect that. And if you, I think manage those expectations, it can. And, it, it and can then help. you give them the poop sandwich. Then you get, yes. explain the poop, the poop sandwich. Well, that's see the poop sandwich is more when you're doing an evaluation right? Hey, you're really good at... So the sandwich is the the bread is the... the hey, you're really good at, at this and this and this. These are the things that we need to look at to fix. And then you finish it with a, another... You're doing a great job. Yeah. Right, you're doing a great job. That's the poop sandwich. Poop sandwich is always good though. I, I would think corporate. poop sandwich is good in, in coaching. I just go straight well, to the poop. And you got to remember... <laughs> it, it takes courage to be a, a good coach because yeah. everyone wants to be nice. And we have to realize that we can't provide for our employees. They need to provide for themselves. Right. Um, and everyone wants to say, it's not my job to make sure that they have enough money to survive. It's their job to be able to overcome and be successful in what they do. Because at the end of the day, if it might not be the right role for them. 
Right. And right. you can't want it for them more than they want it. And I've had right. that so many times where I just wanted this person to be great and they weren't ever going to be an eagle because they're a duck. And that's <laughs> the way it is. Quack, quack, quack. Well, we got to provide the tools. As long as we yeah. know that we've provided all the right tools, then yeah. A lot of times and we don't set the know. expectation, right? Clearly communicate, what? set the expectation, and then hold them accountable to, to the expectations. Yep. That's why it's important to do those one-offs with them. Hey, do you, is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah. Yep. Well, so as we wrap, I do want to say one thing. If you're still on here and you listen <laughs> to that bonus footage, please click the subscribe button. Please. Take out a hammer, put your phone there, and pound that subscribe button. Well, don't Smash do that. Smash it? Just, just, just touch it. Well, nicely. Just touch Landon, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate mm-hmm. everybody in this group. Yeah. It's awesome. Always it's incredible. So thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you. you guys for, for putting that information out there because I mean, it's, it helps a ton of people. I, I look forward to every new release, new podcast that you guys put out. So. Well, and you nice. probably get it delivered to your little inbox because you hit the subscribe button. I do. It, I get an alert on my phone. There is a new episode for Teledudes. And I go, yeah. woohoo! And if you want to earn yourself a t-shirt, I bet you could go and leave a review and maybe a t-shirt would show up. That's right. Very good. Well, you never Love know. it. All, All right. right, guys. Well, that is uh, not a coffee talk. That's just an episode. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to be awesome. And it's it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents. This is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
<laughs> I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.